The Direction Daily Gold Miners Index Bull and Bear 3X Shares ETFs. Trade under the ticker NUGT for the 3X Bull and DUST for the 3X Bear. These leveraged ETFs seek a return that is 300% of the performance of the NYSE ARCA Gold Miners Index for a single day. The Gold Miners Index holdings include names such as Barrick Gold, Newmont Mining, Franco Nevada, and Newcrest Mining, with index country weightings including Canada, Australia, United States, and South Africa. These are highly leveraged ETFs with daily resetting designed for short-term trading, not long-term investing. To magnify your short-term perspective, whether you're a bull or a bear on gold miners, you choose the direction. For up-to-date pricing and performance, go to Direction.com. Index holdings are subject to change. Investing in the funds involves significant risk and should only be utilized by investors who understand the impact of leverage and actively monitor their portfolio. They are not designed to track the underlying index for more than a day. Before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at Direction.com. Read carefully. Distributor Foresight Fund Services. Today's ETF battle features a growth versus growth contest between RK and GTEC from Goldman Sachs. This is another viewer requested matchup and it's going to be good. So stick around. Welcome to ETF Battles. I'm Ronda Leggy. If you're here for the first time, hit that subscribe button as well as that like button. And if you've been enjoying our content, uh, post a comment. Let us know uh, what you think about the show. Also, if there's a certain ETF contest that you'd like to see, give us those ticker symbols. We could do double headers, triple headers. We can even do quadruple headers. So again, uh, hit us up in the comment section below. Also, you can find us on Twitter at ETF Guide. Now, this battle for today was requested by a viewer named Fred multiple times. That's how bad he wanted to see it. And I actually lost track of how many times Fred pinged our comment section with these two tickers. All I can say is that it was more times than Lionel Richie's three times a lady. Anyway, Fred wins an ETF battle shirt or a coffee mug, his choice. That's because his ETF battle was selected and it's going to be featured for today's program. So congratulations, Fred. Please follow the instructions in the comment section below to claim your prize. Now, today's contest is between RK and GTEC. Now, GTEC is new kid on the block. It was just launched in September. Why in the wide, wide world of sports are we analyzing ETFs with no performance history? I have no idea. But let's experiment and see what happens. And if everything goes well, who knows? Maybe we can blow up the lab. Todd Rosenbluth at CFRA Research and Mike Aikens at ETF Action will be judging today's contest. Guys, welcome to the program. Great to see you again. Great to be here, Ron. Good to be with you all. Be sure to check out their work. I think you'll agree that it's pretty good. So the four battle categories for today's contest are cost, exposure strategy, performance, and then our mystery battle category. That's where you, our judges, can pick that single factor or multiple factors to make your final determination. You can also give us a wild card pick if you don't like any of the ETFs on today's headline contest. And uh, at the end of the show, we will declare an overall battle winner. So let's get started with our first category, which is cost. Mike, kick us off. Well, you know, when you're when you're talking about the thematic space, uh, really cost is one of the last things you're really going to look at because the exposure of these strategies is what you're buying. You're buying if it's active, you're buying the you know the portfolio managers' skill sets. You're buying the the companies they're owning, and the divergence of returns um, for this category are massive, right? So year to date, 
know, we, we classify just under 20 ETFs as multi-theme ETFs, which are, we look at both these ETFs in that regard. And there's over a 30% difference between top and bottom performer year to date. So 75 basis points is what they both charge. So it's a toss up. It really has no decision in this, in this battle from my perspective. Thank you very much, Mike. I got you down for split decision on cost. Next up is Todd. Todd, give us your take. So I'm going to jump in now with my wild card. Uh, I've never done a wild card before with the ETF battle. In fact, I've thrown a penalty flag when someone did it on me. But I'm going to pull one out because there's a better ETF, and you'll see across the category. So let me go start on cost. That ETF is KOMP. Uh, it's Comp is the ETF. It's a State Street product. It's index-based. Uh, it, it provides exposure to various themes as well, but it's using uh, artificial intelligence. It's a Kensho product, again, from State Street. KOMP is the ticker here, and it costs 20 basis points. So we'll get into I agree with what Mike said. What's inside and how you get exposure uh, is more important with a thematic-oriented ETF. But you can save 55 basis points with this ETF, the State Street product, KOMP. So that would be my winner if I can throw a wild, I don't know what the rules with wildcard ETFs, if you can have a winner in each category, but that would be my winner in that category. But I agree with Mike, 75 basis points for the two listed products we talked about initially. Very good. Thank you, Todd. I got you down for comp. And this is a historic moment. Like Todd said, uh, this is the first time he's ever used a wildcard. So it's Good to see that he's getting in on the fun. Some of our other judges have been a lot more liberal with their wild cards. Not Todd. Todd is very stingy and, and distinguished. He's got a distinguished taste when it comes to ETFs. So he's so when he, he gives us a wild card, it's uh, truly meaningful. So thank you very much, Todd. Um, so next up is the exposure strategy category. And Todd, you're still up. So give us uh, your analysis. So let me just expand a bit on why we, we I guess, made historic. <laughs> Uh, effort to include a wild card. We just think that while we believe you don't need a long record when choosing an ETF, if it's actively managed, we require more than a month or so of history. For us at CFRA, it's typically three months before we can do thorough analysis on an ETF to understand its exposure, understand where it is. So let me just, uh, Mike's going to probably tell you more about the two ETFs that were named and listed. Let me tell you about comp. It's index-based it's using artificial intelligence. It's going across many of these themes uh, that, that will be tied overall in terms of uh, long-term thematic opportunities. It's using financial uh, reporting statements to be able to sort through that using AI, but it's index-based. So the changes happen on a much more gradual nature. These two other ETFs are actively managed. What I would note about uh, the GTEC product is that it focuses on durable growth. So that's a notable difference between what ARC is doing, where ARC is focusing on the longer term growth potential and is willing to take on more risk at the underlying security level of less proven companies. With the GTEC product, we expect we're going to see more stable growing companies that have longer term potential. But my winner is Comp again, uh, because we just think an index based approach um, using artificial intelligence provides good exposure to, to this overall theme. Thank you, Todd. Next up is Mike for Exposure Strategy. How do you see it? Yeah, so, I mean, I think Todd makes some great points uh, with respect to comp. I would argue that comp, from a thematic perspective and innovation, when we think about adding themes to a portfolio, we're thinking about adding um, 
differentiated alpha to a portfolio, that, that opportunity base. Top is extremely diversified. It's got almost as many names in it as the S&P 500. So you're going to dilute out a lot of that um, alpha potential. With it, you're also going to dilute out a lot of the risk that you would get with some of the others. So it's a give and take in the thematic space. But sticking to, to GTEC and ARC, I think they're both actively managed. I think what's great about talking exposure strategy with these two things is innovation is in the eye of the beholder. Right. I mean, if you look at GTEC and you look at ARC, they both talk about long term thematic innovation, companies that are leading change across a number of different themes. They don't perfectly match up. But if you read through their prospectuses, read through their marketing materials, there's a lot of commonality in what they're what they're selling, what they're pitching to the marketplace. With that being said, ARC currently holds 44 companies. GTEC currently holds 67 companies. They agree on two. Right. So. These are not the same portfolio and innovation really comes down to what do you believe the future is going to look like? And do you believe that by investing in companies that are better aimed at that, you're going to be able to generate um, alpha through those growth opportunities and play in the market? So now that I set kind of that base case, I look at these two portfolios and what I did when I started researching is I started overlapping the themes I liked. I looked at cybersecurity. ARC has zero overlap with Hack, which is the largest cybersecurity ETF. It's a negative for me. I want some cybersecurity exposure. Um, GTEC only has five names, 5%, but it's got some, some exposure there. Same thing with clean energy. ARC does not really go after clean energy with the ex one big exception, of course, being Tesla, which is a 10% um, allocation. Um, GTEC has more exposure to overlap to say like a PVW or an iClean, which is specific to that. So I'm looking to, to try to find those themes that really align to my thought process, smart infrastructure, um, clean energy, cybersecurity, online retail, and across the board from a diversification perspective, GTEC's getting me a little bit more of all of those. Um, so from a standpoint of exposure strategy, I'm giving the win to GTEC, but I would argue, just as Todd pointed out, there's actually better names out there to get broad-based multi-theme exposure. Um, so with this, with this concept, I'm going to go with GTEC. And the last thing on that diversification, you know, ARC currently has 55% in the top 10 names. Um, GTEC's more like 27%. I don't mind going after it in the thematic space and really getting differentiated, but that's it's a tough pill to swallow, as we've seen with performance recently, right? So um, I think in this battle, I'm going to give it to GTEC for the diversification across themes, though if I was going to get into the weeds, I'd give you some other tickers that I like better. Very good. Thank you, Mike. I got you down for GTEC. Now that takes us to performance. Oh. And uh, this is going to be interesting because, uh, like we pointed out earlier, GTEC doesn't really have much of a performance history. But, Mike, you're up. Give us your take. So, first and foremost, um, give credit where credit's due. If you give, look at ARC and look at their um, since inception track record, they're absolutely crushing it. Yeah, they're having a rough year. It's volatility. But you should know what you're buying when you buy ARC. Um, Todd alluded to it, but they're looking at long-term innovation um, they're looking for those companies that are really going to participate in those themes and in their mind are going to significantly outperform the market. You're going to get the give and take with that. Um, you're going to have off years, on years. But when you look back over five years, 10 years, have you outperform? And, you know, right now, ARC is crushing it um, on a long term perspective. And you've got to give that credit there. They're killing the queues. They're killing SPY. They're basically killing anybody on that full time frame since inception. But this year has been very difficult and you're getting um, a little bit of a taste of what it, you know, that concentrative of a portfolio um, can look like in 
and tough markets for, for their themes. Um, GTEC's a little more diversified, but still concentrated. Only 67 names, um, not a high overlap with things like Q's, which you know would be probably the best comp from a broad-based composite perspective. So um, past performance arc, because GTEC doesn't have any. Future, I don't necessarily love how expensive Kathy's portfolios are right now. You look at the landscape of the macro backdrop and say, we are probably looking into some sort of interest rate growth, interest rising interest rates and high growth names. It's like oil and you know um, oil and water. It's just not going to mix very well, and that concerns me a little bit. So you know, price sales on the 44 names and G in Arc right now is like 14 times last year's um, last 12 months. Um, G Tech is seven. Neither of those are cheap, but one's half as expensive. And from that perspective, looking out in the future, current setup, I'm going to give the win again to G Tech. But um, you know, there are a lot of op options in the multi-theme space, so don't limit yourself to these two names. Very good. So for performance, just to confirm, Mike, I got you for G Tech, correct? Correct. Okay, excellent. The future, I I, got, I split my performance. Oh, that's so a I did split pass. decision on performance. Credit where credit is due. Gotcha. Arc, you can't compete. Future, um, current setup, I like the, the prospects of G Tech a little bit better. Gotcha. Todd, you're up next in terms of performance. How do you see it? So I got a little bit of whiplash. We were going with past performance. We got future performance. So I'm going to hone in on a, on a word Mike said about crushing. I'm going to go with crush. ARC has been crushed this year. This is a fun. This is what happens when an investor buys an ETF that has triple digit returns in one year. You're setting yourself up for a fund to pull back. Notably, ARC K is down uh, as we tape this in mid-November for the year. So it, it's running out of time to even become positive. Um, from a performance basis, you're right. We don't have enough of a track record to be able to look at GTEC. I'm going to, again, use my wild card here of KOMP and be able to say that on the in the past year, it's doubled the return of ARKK. It has lagged it over a three-year basis, most of that being taken place in the past. I'm going to go with, I guess, a split decision here because I don't know whether the one year or the three years is important enough. For it, but again, past performance not indicative of future results. Never before more obvious than than RK's performance uh, in 2021. I'll go with a split decision here between I guess all three of these funds, even though uh, GTEC doesn't have enough of a record to to make it really worthy of of looking at the past. We've arrived at the mystery battle category. That's where our judges can pick that single factor or multiple factors that uh, influenced their decision. So, Todd, what is your mystery battle category and who wins it? Well, Ron, I've surprised you by using a wild card here, but I'm confident I'm not going to surprise you in what my mystery battle category is. CFRA has star ratings on ETFs. Well, at least those that have more than a three-month track record. We have a two-star rating on ARKK as it stands right now in November. That means we think it's going to underperform the broader markets on the next nine months. We have a five-star rating on KOMP uh, with risk reduction being one of the areas of focus. We think relative to its broader category, it's going to perform with less risk and yet have high reward potential. So KM KOMP is my winner here over ARC with GTEC not qualifying in the mystery battle category as it stands today. Thank you, Todd. Mike, you're up next. What is your mystery battle category and who wins it? So my mystery category this week is a little... Thing I like to call reverse engineering. 
Um, when it comes to looking at the thematic space, I think you have to stop and say, why am I interested in themes before you even start evaluating what's available to you, right? So what themes matter to you, whether it's ideology, whether it's all alpha, you're looking for alpha generation, where do you believe that is going to occur and narrow that down a little bit into your favorite themes. And then what's great about the ETF structure is that transparency. You can then start saying, well, okay, I get why an advisor or an investor doesn't want to go own 15, 20 ETFs, right? Like there's, we have at ETF Action, we have seven broad segments for the thematic space, and then we have over 45 subgroups. So then there's a theme for almost everything, right? There's metaverse, there's clean energy, there's big data, you name it, there's going to be a theme. So I get why not wanting to own 15 or 20 and go the multi-theme right makes a lot of sense. But take advantage of the fact that finding the more niche theme ETFs and overlaying it to the broad multi-theme space to find which ones have exposure that you're looking for, right? And I would argue with both of these, you're not going to find a lot of the most popular talked about themes. Um, I just did a quick overlap analysis of GTEC and ARC, and a lot of the names aren't in there right now. Um, Kathy and team at ARC clearly are really driving up for a big play on, on genomics, on healthcare. They're 30% healthcare right now. So if you like that theme, go ARC. Um, if you're more on the tech side, the cloud computing, um, cybersecurity, digital infrastructure, go GTEC. Um, but my mystery category stands in this idea of reverse engineer the market. Find your favorite themes and then overlay those really narrow niche areas with your with your qualifying multi-theme products to say, which one's giving me exposures where I believe the market's gonna go? For me, it's neither one of these, um, quite honestly. Um, if you look at our models that we put together, we don't hold either one of these as an anchor multi-theme. Um, you know, would leave like what we do like for another day. But if I had to pick between these two, based on the current themes that we like, looking out, not just the remainder of this year, but next one to three, five years, um, I've got to give it to GTEC. It's just got a little bit over, a little bit more diversification and a little bit more allocation to some of the top themes that we're looking to invest in right now. Very good. Thank you, Mike. And now we shift to the part of the show where our judges get the chance to give us their overall battle winner. So, Mike, give it to us. Yeah, so in this case, it's going to be GTEC um, from kind of across the board, exposure strategy, and really that mystery category being the big drivers. Performance, it's it's going to be a crapshoot between these two. Um, I do think that um, you know Kathy's portfolio could really run if if she's right in her macro call that this um, interest rates are going lower for for longer. Um, high growth names could catch hot again. That doesn't align with my thinking right now. So um, I just have to think about it from a, a G Tech being the better of these two options. But you know, leaving it at the standpoint, I think. If you're ever going to introduce a wild card, Todd's right. This is a space to do it because there's a lot of good options out there, and I wouldn't limit myself to to just these two. Um, but since I got yelled at last time for bringing in a wild card, I didn't bring any this time. Well, you're allowed to do that, and we won't yell at you, Mike. Uh, Todd, give us your overall battle winner. I think we know who it is, but just to re reaffirm uh, to us who your battle winner is. Well, I'll just say it wasn't me, Mike, that yelled at you, although I've yelled at other people for doing it because I wasn't prepared for it. But yeah, this is a category to do so uh, in part because as big a you know a queen uh, of RK is within the marketplace, it's just it's struggling and it's worth looking for alternatives 
uh, for investors to consider. So my winner is is Comp K O M P. Uh, it's cheaper than the products we're talking about. It has a better performance record on uh, on the period of time that's relevant. Although I gave it a split decision, we like the way it's constructed and we like how it's likely to perform in the future with a five star rating from CFRA. So that would be my winner. Uh, and kudos to the person who submitted it, who's winning not only a T-shirt, but finding out that there's alternatives besides ARKK in the marketplace. Excellent. Well, thank you, judges, for weighing in. And according to my battle scorecard, this is a split decision between G-Tech and Comp. Of course, Comp was a Todd's choice for a lot of reasons. Uh, he mentioned there that CFRA Research has a five-star rating on Comp. They think it's going to deliver better performance with lower risk. And then, of course, Mike pointing out to several strong arguments in favor of G-Tech. Also, I should mention, and I know Mike has to be careful with this because he's the index provider, but MVPS, which is also a multi-thematic ETF, which allow me to just bring that one to your attention. It wasn't mentioned in today's battle, but that's another one to keep on your radar. Also new like G-Tech. So great job, judges. Uh, we really appreciate your timely insights and, of course, your your excellent analysis. Thanks, Ron. Thanks, Ron. I really enjoyed it. Thanks, Todd. A big thanks to our judges, Mike and Todd, for judging today's matchup with compelling arguments. Great work. Be sure to visit the description section below. We've got viewer resources like online classes. We've got ebooks. We've also got some free ETF guides. We also have links to each of our judges. Uh, check them out. Uh, both of them do excellent research, along with our program sponsor, Direction Investments. So which ETF battles would you like to see in the next episode? Post your ticker symbols in the comment section below or hit us up on our Twitter feed at ETF Guide. Give us your ticker symbols. That's your homework assignment. I'm Ron DeLegge. Thanks for watching ETF Battles. We'll see you next time. The Direction Daily Gold Miners Index Bull and Bear 3X Shares ETFs. Trade under the ticker NUGT for the 3X Bull and DUST for the 3X Bear. These leveraged ETFs seek a return that is 300% of the performance of the NYSE ARCA Gold Miners Index for a single day. The Gold Miners Index holdings include names such as Barrick Gold, Newmont Mining, Franco Nevada, and Newcrest Mining, with index country weightings including Canada, Australia, United States, and South Africa. These are highly leveraged ETFs with daily resetting designed for short-term trading, not long-term investing. To magnify your short-term perspective, whether you're a bull or a bear on gold miners, you choose the direction. For up-to-date pricing and performance, go to Direction.com. Index holdings are subject to change. Investing in the funds involves significant risk and should only be utilized by investors who understand the impact of leverage and actively monitor their portfolio. They are not designed to track the underlying index for more than a day before investing. Carefully consider a fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at Direction.com. Read carefully. Distributor Foresight Fund Services.